Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning, beloved. Did I, did I wake you? I had some dreams about you and I rolled over and I wrote a poem. May I take a moment in to share it with you? Morning rituals. It goes a little something like this. I want you as part of my morning ritual. There's yoga, meditation, prayer, and you. I want to rise with you inside, smiling and laughing at it all. The ironies of life and the everyday miracles that create moments of heaven on earth. You see, I want to Know your scent and linger in it. Want to sit at your feet and envision the colors of your life stories. <laughs> yeah, I want to cook for you too. Sharing meals, the most subtle intimacy taken for granted between two. Want to let you guide me through our future. Nudge me out of the past and dance into the moments of right now. I want to sleep with dreams of you. Have you beside me as we change lives, creating many miracles, exhibiting his light through our work together. Simply, I want to see the moon when you kiss me. I want to feel the stars when you touch me. Wake up with the sun with you inside me. After yoga, meditation, and prayer. Is that all right? Well, 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 welcome everybody. Happy Monday to you. In fact, Motivated Monday, Magical Monday, whatever you want to call it. I hope life has been magical for you. And just remember that you can create your own magic. This is Master Greer Radio, Beyond the Spoke, Beyond the Word with C. Franchine. And I am C. Franchine. And I thank you for listening today. Today's subject matter is the art of artpreneurship. And we'll break down what that word means to us. And we have a very special guest that's going to be joining us as well. I'm looking forward to the conversation. If you'd like to join the conversation, you can call in right now or share with someone at 657-383-1431. And um, be sure to press 1 to speak to me or if you have some questions for our fabulous and most talented and um, the visionary herself, Jacqueline Keller Adams, our producer, our executive producer of this show. Also, I want to remind everybody that you can visit us at mastergreatradio.com. 
slash beyond the word for all of our um, past um, episodes. And when I tell you, some of them are really, really hot. We have one that was my favorite, Think My Brain, and we also have um, Record the Word, Why and How. Um, those are some of my favorite episodes. But, you know, we never know what how the energies move us in this space. And we just give thanks in advance for the time and the energy in this space and to be sharing this time together. Um, we love what we do here, and we simply do it for the love of spoken word. And um, I thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I don't know if my guest is on just yet, so let me get you guys some updates because I know we, have, we haven't been on in a while. So let me get you a couple of updates if you don't mind, all right? All right, first and foremost, let me introduce myself, or should I say reintroduce myself? For those of you who don't know me, my name is Sweet Franchon, spelled S-U-I-T-E-F-R-A-N-C-H-O-N, and I am an executive producer, host, director of this this most magical production that I am so blessed that the divine downloaded into my spirit called Soul Opera, and the other is called Peace, Love, and Poetry. I'm also a board-certified coach for performers, artists, and creatives. I'm an author, and I'm a um, songwriter and composer. Um, you just listened to, in fact, um, one of my favorites, actually it's a fan favorite, Morning Ritual. Um, you can find me on all social media as Sweet, S-U-I-T-E-F-R-A-N-C-H-O-N, and I thank you so much for listening. I do know how to spell my name. I just was thirsty and had to take a sip of water. Um, but thank you so much for joining us. The art of artpreneurship and what is that? Artpreneurship is how we monetize our art, our creative gift, and how we operate as a business in that art. That is what artpreneurship is. Because one thing I know is that we have to be able to create we have to be creative. We have to be innovative um, in our art, but we also have to know how to operate our business. And so in this space here at Massacre Radio Beyond the Word, we like to assist you in that journey. And I thank you again for joining us. So I hope you enjoy the show. I'm excited to continue. We now have our guest on the line, and I, I pray that I say her name properly. And if I don't, please forgive me and correct me. But we have the Gata Negra is an alternative hip-hop artist who specializes in innovative lyrics, and that's for sure. I heard it myself. Cleverly twisted metaphors and a funky start-stop delivery. Her rhyme arsenal runs the gamut from danceable ear Candy to mind searing aggression. Her musical style is colorful and described as the child of Hello Kitty and Eminem. She is absolutely, if you just go online one time, you will find her infectious and you will want to know more. But we're going to continue to talk about her some more as she joins the line. Please, everyone, thank you and welcome the Gata Negra. Did I say it right, sis? Yes, you said it right. All right. Thank you so much. How are you? Welcome. Hi. Um, I'm good. How are you? I'm well, and I thank you so much for joining Master Gria today. 
We have so much to cover. Your um, bio, I just cut it short so we can kind of talk about it throughout the show and talk about your Mm -hmm. music and being an indie music artist. So we're going to let the conversation flow. So before we do that, I made an attempt to introduce you, but please introduce yourself and tell us how we can find you and, and, and support you. Well, okay. Uh, my name is Zagata Negra, the black cat. Um, you can find me at, uh, I'm on all social media except Twitter. I'll explain about that later. Um, you can find me on Instagram. At, I'm sorry. You can find me on Instagram at the T-H-A-T-A underscore N-E-G-R-R-A. ZagataNegra.net uh, is my website, and I'm on Facebook. And my music can be found also on Bandcamp and Amazon, iTunes, slash Apple Music, almost anywhere you can find digital music, it's there. You know, I just i am thankful that you um, are taking advantage of those digital platforms because we discover a lot of our indie artists that way. And um, But I do know you are a native of Newark, New Jersey. Is that correct? Yes, it is. And I'm going to tell you, I did a little research after you sent me some music. I listened to your style. And rhythmically, girl, you are quick with it. Like, you, your your tempo <laughs> is amazing. And you don't have even a lot of, like, you you remind me of um, um, your ability to live, like, it's the Eminem, that quick cadence. That, and the lyrical content is so awesome. So tell me how oh, thank you get started. I need two things because these were the first two things I wanted when I saw, when I heard your music and then I saw your visuals. Tell me. Okay. How did you get started and how did you develop your persona? Okay. Let's see. How I got started. Um, Well, I mean, first of all, uh, music is the family business. Um, like my father is a singer songwriter. Um, my he comes from that funk doo wop era, and my brother mm-hmm. that's, your funk, a that's your funk influence, yes. Right, exactly. That's the funk influence I hear. Mhm. Mhm. And uh, my brother, he's um, he's he's younger than me. He's a, a trained pianist, but he's a hell of a producer, and um, he's so talented. He was a rapper. He's he's like taking a hiatus for some reason right now, but. You know, between them and, uh, you know, just starting out, I, I came from that era where you wrote everything. And someone had said to me once, you know, I guess I got challenged, and they were like, well, you can't rhyme. And I'm like, oh, really? So I just started <laughs> writing and, um, you know, uh, kept writing. You know, it was hard to get started, but um, I had the opportunity a couple of years to go to help found uh, the family label. You know, it was like second time oh. the charm, I guess. Yeah, and um, I'm the right now I'm the only artist on the roster. Um, but the first artist was um, what's her name? Uh, Felicia Moss. Uh, she's a cousin of Whitney Houston, and they were doing they they did her whole album, and I don't know what happened with her, but um, as far as my persona is concerned it 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 kind of uh developed naturally um it was it was really organic i mean i just kind of followed my own path i have totem animals uh, my totem animal is the black cat in both domestic and um uh, jaguar forms 
And I had a dream that led me to just, you know, choose the name, the Gata Negra. And um, it's like, I'm, I'm, it's not even a gimmick to me. It's like, I'm just, it's like projecting amplified me when I'm like performing. Um, I'm, the, I'm yes. just a cat person, you know, I'm a cat mm-hmm. girl who loves, <laughs> you know, dressing up and just being who I am. It's 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 handling that uh, spirit of, of both totems to my audience. And I've never felt so comfortable in my skin. That is so amazing. And I just want to reemphasize a couple things that you said, a couple takeaways for those who are in their journey and they're not quite sure, you know, about which direction they want to go because they're a little bit different. It's not really fitting um, what people think they should be doing. And I'll just like to say this, you know, she shared a few things that first of all, you know, She's channeling her spirit, guys. That's the first thing. The second thing is is that she's very comfortable in it and she's embracing it and it's personified and magnified. It's not, like she said, it's not a gimmick. It's not something she decided to do for attention. It literally is part of her evolution and her artistic brand and an extension of her personality and her inner spirit. So if you are true as an artist, if you are true to those things, you cannot lose. You cannot lose. Okay? Amen. And another thing, you know, I just, that was so important to me because, like, you know, it takes a lot to be as colorful as you are and to be true to yourself. That's why I'm grateful that your family has their own label um, mm-hmm. so that someone who embraces who you are and is not trying to change you and let you have that creative and artistic um, freedom, we all need to participate or be a part of the label. Tell us the name of your label, and if you're accepting new artists, how people can get in touch with you and your family. The label is called Three Miles Entertainment. Um, it's been around like, since roughly about 2009, 2010, and um, they can contact uh, you know uh, us through the website three miles entertainment the number three miles entertainment com, or you know find us on facebook at three miles entertainment that's awesome are you guys accepting new artists i and think so, we are and what do you what do you think you're looking for well um one thing that we look for is uh originality obviously um, persons who kind of, you know, we look for positive things. Um, we look for positive artists, people who not necessarily, you know, like you have to be conscious and, you know, whatever, but you need to believe in what you're doing. You need to have a strong brand and you need to just innovate. I think that's what we're looking for. People who are doing things differently. That's so amazing. Well, you sent us a song. I hope we get to play it later. Tell me the inspiration behind Feline Funk. I love that clip, by the way. Thank you. Um, Feline Funk, it actually evolved into what it is now. Um, It was one thing, and then it became what you hear on Got the City Now. And it was basically just my introduction to the world. You know, um, this is what I do, this is who I am, 
Let me hit you off with my feline funk. You know, you're really going to love this song. Um, it's meant to inspire people to dance and just get riled up and, you know, have fun. That's what I think is missing from, uh, you know, music now. No one is having fun, especially hip-hop. You know, they're too busy flossing yeah. and telling us what we, you know, what they have and what they can do. And it's like, um, can you, like, explore something else, please? I mean, that's what it was supposed to be about from the beginning. You know, right. not that there's anything wrong with, um, you know, covering the heavy stuff. Of course, I would love to see that. But, you know, it seems like it's very superficial now. So what I did mm-hmm. was just tell people about me, you know, and right. what I'm doing and how I am. And that's what that means. Feline funk, my own essence, my own me. And I absolutely, like I said, I absolutely love it. And I'm always amazed at the artists that Jacqueline can find. Like, I'm always absolutely <laughs> like, why, why haven't I heard of them yet? So I know you, I believe you have. I saw. I was a little confused. I don't know if you have one album or two. I saw like two. Um, two that's what I thought. But I saw an initial CD and then one is now. So tell me about your initial CD. If you want to tell me about content or process, and then tell me what the evol- what evolution took place in any between the first and the second. And don't forget to tell us the names of them and your favorite songs on each one as well. Okay. Um, the first album. Was I called Got the City. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think I can, I think I can figure it out. Um, first album was Got the City, and that was a complete accident. Um, it was going to be called One Thing, but the art director, who was wonderful, his name is Baja Uquelli, he um thought that the title track was the name of the album, and we just went with it because we thought it was it sounded great, mm-hmm. and uh. It it was actually it, it was actually born of a dance project that I had started doing with my father and my brother and another producer called Bill Irving. And um mm-hmm. it had to re evolve into some they we were trying to sell he was trying to write like house music and dance music and you know, there were four tracks um that on the strength of those I was supposed to go to Japan to be in the Kansai music conference. And that didn't oh, happen. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we we put the money instead into my first album, which I thought was a better investment anyway. Um, awesome. And we took right, and we took those four songs and we put we built around those, and we had such a fun time doing it. it was over like maybe the course of six months. You know, we took our time, and uh, I just loved the eclecticness of the album. It was you know, and and the interludes were just really fun to do with you know my brother and um i think my favorite track on that one is probably feline funk you know it's okay. it's challenging to do every time i have to do it but um that's one of them and uh, is that a fan favorite too yeah i i get that that and um there's a song called like i do that i actually have a video for um people like that one a lot um, they also seem to like what's the one? Uh, there's some house and there's a spoken word house kind of thing that we did, and people like that one. You know, it's called I like. 
And that's mm-hmm. I, I I do that every so often, and people really like to hear that one. But like um, I gotta check that out because you know house music and spoken word sounds like I'm in love already. Sounds like I'm in love already. <laughs> it was a challenge. They were like, you know, here um, we want you to do kind of a spoken word, and I was like, spoken what now? Okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll try mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. So you know, and it had to be really sexy and you know. Um, tell a story, so that's what I did. Um, okay, we got to, I got to check that one mm-hmm. out. I can find that one on digital media as well, or you want to just send it to me? I'll, I'll send it to you if you like, but it's definitely on that album, you know, is people like yes. that one. okay. I'm going to have to download it. But we, you know, because I, I have a, in case you don't know, for those of you listening for the first time, I have a re, uh, internet radio show as well called Soul Opera, where we tell stories mm-hmm. of love and life with music and spoken word. So I can't wait to hear. And we always play a little bit of house music or go-go music in our show. So I'm looking forward to hearing it tell you that. (laughs) So what's good? Tell me more about the evolution between the first song, because that, like you said, the first album and the second, because the first album, you said, okay, the scene didn't work out in Japan like we thought. So as a better investment, you decided to invest it into a project a CD project, and a couple, one of the songs, you know, totally by accident, but obviously it's become, you know, one of your trademark songs, um, one of your trademark pieces with feline funk in it. So yeah. now the second CD, tell me about that evolution and the intention behind that one. Okay, so PROWL, uh, PROWL is actually an acronym for Punk Rhymer's Own Way of Living. A lot of people oh. don't know that. Oh, <laughs> so Prowl, um, Prowl has been a long time coming. Uh, I think the difference between Gotcha City and Prowl is that I probably expanded a little bit on what it sounds like, you know, the um, the different, um, well, we covered the same genres, dance, hip hop. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we tried to make it fun. Um, I think I expanded into what I guess I started calling kawaii hop. Kawaii is the Japanese word for cute. And um, it's the Japanese it's literally it's the Japanese kawaii. Word what? Cute. Uh-huh. Cute. Um okay. it's a whole culture. Okay. Yeah. Kawaii culture, uh-huh. you know, and it's um there was a song that I did that really, you know, they really like it at the anime conventions and stuff. It's called Senpai. And it's like it's like almost like a step up above something like Like I Do or um, the title track from the last album, Got the City, because that has a lot of Japanese in it. But it's supposed to be cute and fun and sweet and, you know, about meeting a guy, seeing the same guy all the time, and it's like, oh, hey, hi, you know, <laughs> that whole um, interaction. But uh, mm-hmm. the the um, the process was, I mean, this, this, was, this was really, you know, written – like my brother will say it was thrown together and it probably was, but I think things happened for a reason. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of the things that I wrote were written probably the same day as the session that I needed to record them in. So that was a challenge for me too. And um, the sound is bigger, I think, uh, than okay. of Gotcha City. You know, um, it's more, 
in in uh, immersive. Yeah, it's more it's more of a, a more immersive experience, I think, for the listener. And I also okay. touched on. Um, uh, I I I had a moment where like you know right now everything is focusing on you know it was all about Black Lives Matter at at one point and you know we do matter we are a thing and. I think no one feels that more than black women and black girls because people are always or often invalidating our beauty. And I felt like I needed to make a song uh, addressing that and why it is that, you know, it's okay for like, say other races to be a certain type of way. They can do what we do, but we can't do what we do without some sort of ridicule. So I had to, you know, address that on one of the songs on the new album. And I think that's probably my one political foray um, that people really like that one too. You know, I get a lot of feedback about that one. I was like afraid I was going to lose half my fan base, but you know, surprisingly that hasn't happened. (laughs) It's always beautiful when um, your fan base evolves with you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and not hold you hostage to, you know, the the first album that they fell in love with. I see that happen to a few artists, and they, they want to stretch beyond that, right? But this right. fan base, like that first album, you want to have to do it. And then really, to, in order to get us to listen to, to even evolve with you, you want to have to form the old stuff, too. And so many exactly. artists, I know I am, I'm like, I do not feel like doing that again. Not right now. <laughs> but it's important <laughs> to do it. Because that's what the people come for, you know what I mean? And then you can introduce yeah. them to your new stuff and hope that they uh, accept it and embrace it. So it's awesome that your fan base evolve with you and uh, with you mm-hmm. and um and and just you know embrace it. That's always a blessing. That's, that's definitely a blessing. Well, we're at ten thirty on the hour. We're thirty minutes in the show. We have thirty minutes left, everybody. If you are just tuning in. Or you have been listening, please tell a friend. We have a half an hour left. We're going to take a moment and play. I'm not sure what we're going to play. I'm sorry I can't introduce <laughs> it properly. Um, but um, prayerfully, let me get the cue from my producer um, that we're going to play a song. I just don't know what it is at this moment. I got a negative. And and I would suggest that in the meantime, you guys go to her website and check her out. Let me tell you something. I don't get excited. I get bored very easily. So I'm, I'm telling you this. I don't know you from this is my first time speaking with you. Let me first say you have a very peaceful energy. And oh, thank you. That you do. You have a very peaceful energy. And people will be surprised. Um, they may They may not. They may not um I think that you can your energy can be misinterpreted because you your physical energy appears but that's what a cat is. Very very feminine and strong at the same time and almost where where people can underestimate it. You know what I mean? And I think that um people should that not underestimate true. you. <laughs> right? They should not <laughs> underestimate you. They should listen your music and check out your visuals and um, we are excited about letting people hear you for the first time right here on Master Grid Radio. So with no further ado, everybody, we're going to take a, you're welcome, we're going to take a music break with our special guest, 
who's on the line. You've heard her voice. Make sure, like I said, tell a friend. Come back and listen. Hit us up on Facebook. I happen to be on Twitter. You know how to find me. Um, the next song, our musical break, will be our musical guest herself. The <clears throat> excuse me, the God of Negra, and the song will be one. It's my favorite for now because she hasn't sent me the other one yet. The feline phone. <laughs> Y'all listen right here. You can find it on all digital media. We'll be right back. Uh-huh. Get up, 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 get up
Nice, nice. I love that. And like you said, it's fun. Um, I love, like, I can see that being a bar. Like, I would love to play that at a family gathering, like, you know, where, because being an old school funk kid, you know, and and it still has a hip-hop influence. It's just, like, really a nice, nice, um, it's, it's just a fun, fun piece. And um, I thank you for it. Like, I'm just so glad thank to you. meet you. I'm so glad to uh, to learn more about you. And speaking of, um, tell me, tell me, just give me a fun fact about the Gata Negra. Um, this New York Jersey phenomenon. Let's see, a fun fact. Um, wow, of course I draw a blank. Um, I've been trying to learn Japanese. Um, for a while, but I haven't really um studied as much as I should. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, I like to customize my clothes a lot. You know, just add things that people wouldn't expect to be on clothes. Maybe. Um, mm-hmm. like oh well, you know, everybody loves safety pins, but like I might put large kilt pins and then put stuff on the safety pins, and I don't know. It's it's. You know, or pieces of other shirts. I don't. I believe in like upcycling. Sometimes, you know, just making things. Um, that's beautiful. So you 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 have creativity outside of just music. Yeah, I mean, I like. Um, I I, I write. You know, I actually had. Um, I wrote a novel. It was on um, Lulu. dot com, I believe, but it's no longer there. I was concentrating on making some hard copies of it, and I'm also at work on a um, graphic novel, which I'm hoping to finish this year finally, because <laughs> that's been that's rough awesome. going, but yeah, thank you. Well, that's, that's amazing. just want to remind everybody, if you um, want to call in or um, you want to listen live, you can call in at 657-383-1431. Please don't forget to press 1. If you would like to speak with us, um, we would love for you to engage and join the conversation. I, as I would tell my grand, my granddaughter is four years old, and mm-hmm. I have to tell this story because now every time I say the word conversation, I literally think of her. She's four years old. She said, "My mom, I'll take you." You know, she grabbed my house keys because I had her little cousin, her two-year-old cousin Ryan, and trying to get out the door. She wants to be the big cousin, you know, so she says. Oh, my mom, I'll take you. I got your keys. I got your bag. Okay. We get in the car. And I turn around and go, okay, where's the house? And she just looks like, what? Like, all of a sudden, what? Like I, And she's looking around like a little grown person, looking around. And then she finds them under her dress. And then she says, phew, because I thought we were about to have a conversation. I was like, what? <laughs> my little girl. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I said, "Oh my goodness!" So every time I say the word conversation, I think of that story, and I said, "What am I going to do?" She's only four years old, but she's a creative too. I say all the, and this is a segue. She's a creative. She has a very unique and unique. I mean, I've raised a lot of kids and watched a lot of kids grow up, having been a, a, a director of a community center. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you. Um, some of us, and I'm saying us because me too, are just 
you know, we know what we're born with. And if you can see that early on in your child, you know, you have to hone it. Um, she's, she loves to act. She can remember any movie, anything she wants to read. She wants to sing. She loves being on stage. She thinks every microphone is hers. I have to remind her sometimes when we go places, this is not our stage and our mic right now. We've got to let somebody else perform, you know. Now she thinks right. that my mom and baby sweet, sweet, we're supposed to perform everywhere. But um, it's very important that that we allow our children or pay attention and don't project our restrictions on them and still help them hone their creativity. So how does your family do that for you? I know you said you're in a musical family. Like, did even being from a musical family, did they always allow you to express yourself? Because even if you express yourself with through music, maybe they, don't let you, maybe they didn't let you express yourself as much in the way you express yourself through the way you wear your hair, clothes. Like, did you have any of those type of restrictions? Or do you find that it was really a good benefit that in every way towards your creativity, your family really assisted you and saw that in you early? Um, okay, I think that, like, well, actually, I grew up um, living with my mother. And I think in her own way, she tried to um, instill a, a creative, like, I was one of those kids that would just make stuff for no apparent reason other than it made me happy. Um, right. I used to write mm-hmm. a lot then, too, and, you know, draw a lot of pictures. And I think I followed my dad in that instance, too, because my dad was an artist. He was a painter, and, you know, he made some really great stuff. And it seemed like we almost just segued into more music than art at at the same time. I wasn't, I didn't grow up with him around as much um, due to a parental alienation kind of thing. And um, he and he was still a as an artist. Oh, oh, that that's hard. I mean, you know, you wanna you wanna uh, be able to talk to you know both parents. Um, but it's not possible, you know, but, uh, my, I know, I know I addressed that somewhere along the line in one of my notebooks somewhere. Um, but she, uh, my mom, that is when her name is Juanita, she, um, would put me in dance classes, you know, if I wanted to, or gymnastics classes, you know, all kinds of things. Um, like stuff that I didn't even think I would enjoy, like um, pottery or um, anything that she could find that was a, an outlet with for creativity. I I sort of ended up doing. I think she wanted me to mm-hmm. be well rounded. You know, um, mm-hmm. I was I was I was um, stamped gifted at some point in my life. So I guess she wanted to nurture that. Um, and dad, you know, whenever I saw him and, you know, we, we got a great relationship now, obviously, but he would always encourage me to, you know, do what I felt was right. Um, he would try and guide me on how to write songs and what might work and what might not work. And I was allowed to, you know, just pretty much be me. I mean, there were moments where my mom was like, okay, you're not going outside in that <laughs> as far as my clothes. You know what I mean, right? You know, mm-hmm. what did you do to yeah. your hair, Jesus Christ? You know, um, I'm like, I, I did what I wanted, you know, and that was one thing that people often said to me, 
you know, I find out later, like, wow, you really just did what you wanted and nobody said anything to you and you didn't care if if people tried to, you know, pick on you because you were just you. And, you know, right. you helped me to be me. And I'm like, oh, wow, okay, that's heavy, but I'm glad that, you know, you found you. Uh, it's hard it's right. when you realize you set an example for someone, but, yeah, it is. They, it is. It is. And, I was and, allowed and, to just know, create, like, whatever, you know, and I, I, I thought that was, it was really freeing, you know, to be able to right. just, you know, it wasn't like I was trying to start a revolution. I've just always been, like, <laughs> off, you know, like, slightly off than everybody else. And I think my dad and my mom were the same way, so I probably just got that honest. <laughs> well, you know, that's, all of that's going to give us our segue as we close get down to our last 20 minutes, which is the whole purpose of the show, entrepreneurship. And the reason I wanted to talk about all of that, the background and feeling free and being, having the ability to create is because that part is, in entrepreneurship, that part is important, it's necessary that you know how to be true to all of those things, hone them, create products, you you know, you all you mentioned earlier. You um, you have a book. You you've got two CDs. Your music has been featured on um, on um, on what, East Los. What was it called? East Los High. East Los High. Yeah. East Los High mm-hmm. on Hulu. That's business, you guys. That's being able to take your art, your craft, and and either sell it or whether you donate it, whatever your choice is, and, and to monetize. Um, have products to monetize your craft. So tell us, um, it's none of my business if you got paid or not, but as a, <laughs> as an artist, um, and entrepreneurship is about the business of art. It's about, and the business, it ain't a business if you ain't making no money. So you must monetize mm-hmm. your art. So tell us about, you know, you, we talked about the CD. Um, how did your, your work, your your song will work. It featured on East Falls High series. They found me. I was really shocked one day. I got an email from um, Coda Music. I think her name was Marguerite. Um, and she says, hi, you know, we found you on, I believe, SoundCloud. And we really like your music. And we have a show that's going to be in its second season. Would you like to you know, have your music as part of the show. And I'm going, what? <laughs> Who are you people? <laughs> you know, and um, they, they um, I, I talked to them and, you know, they, they bought three of the songs and um, they ended they up in three, three different songs. episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They bought three I was really songs, excited. I was like, three songs? Okay. You know, they used three and I was really happy about that. And, um, you know, two of them, the, the, the placement was even more hilarious. I mean, for this show, it was based around, like, a dance, um, like, two dance crews. They were always, like, a, I think it was the bomb squad for East Coast High and any other dance crew mm-hmm. from any other high school that they decided to dance a uh, competition with. And you really wanted that bomb squad placement. <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. the closest I got was the third season. They put one of my songs called um, Come Show Me in um, – 
in a dance contest. I think the rival school was dancing to it, and it was really, I, I didn't even know what episode it was going to be in, and I'm watching, and then it's like, oh, there's my song. <laughs> wow, <laughs> really, yes, yes, that's queen, yes. Now, and it was it was at a crucial that, moment, too, and they put it in the credits, so I was like, okay, that's good. That's good placement. I'm happy. Yes. So they bought the songs, and you got good placement. How are you using mm-hmm. that from a business perspective? Like, is it helping your career, um, or you have so many different distributions, ways that you distribute your art, that it's just you just consider just one of those, one more thing to add to your repertoire? Yeah, I think it's it's a, definitely a notch on, on the belt. Um, I do tell people, you know, because it was a show of note, you know, they canceled it, I think, after the fourth season, but it's still being played overseas. I think it just reached overseas recently, and it's still, you know, getting played on Hulu because I'm still getting royalties. <laughs> so sure. I'm going to say that again because you are getting what? Royalties. Royalties. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, yay, yes. royalties. <laughs> yes, and you know how many shows, listen, um, um, the underground only got two seasons, but those fans like me, we watch it over and over again, darling. Mm-hmm. We looking for mm-hmm. it, so that's awesome. You still get royalties, yes, yes. Mhm. I'm sorry, I got excited. And, um, I'm sorry, I got excited. <laughs> royalties, man. <laughs> yes, but now, um, tell me what if you can disclose some of it because I want to talk about the business of it. Someone calls you, a company calls you who is scoring this particular series, and they want to purchase mm-hmm. three of your songs. From a business perspective, what did you have to have ready, or if you didn't have ready, you had to hurry up and go get? Like, did you have to make sure it was already copyrighted, or did you just have already, or because you already had it mixed and mastered, were these songs already on um, EP, or you just had them on SoundCloud? Tell us about the, some about the business of that process. Okay, so what what happened was um, Gotcha City was already, like, uh, it was already a thing. You know, it was um, mm-hmm. copyrighted, and, you know, all the rights were there, um, registered with mm-hmm. PROs, like the, the the different PROs, because I'm, I'm with um, BMI, but my father is with ASCAP, you know, and I think my brother was with CSAC at the time, so it was kind of difficult to kind of fix all of that, but it got done. So all I really mm-hmm. had to do then was look over their agreement and, you mm-hmm. know, see that it was um, kosher and, right. you know, sign that. And they the first time they didn't pay that much, but the second time they paid twice as much for just the one song. So it was pretty cool. Wow. That's pretty cool. I just want to, you know, remind artists that if you're a songwriter, you're doing music, you know, consider BMI or ASCAP or or all, or both, all three, you know, um, it's important that you have those, have things in place so that the song is picked up, that they can move forward with you. Um, Mm -hmm. Because you do not want to be running around and having them on hold while you figure that part out. So No, um, all of that was already done. I was, (laughs) you know, that was the blessing. Yes, and that is a blessing. I'm so glad that you were prepared for the opportunity, most importantly, um, that you were prepared when they actually call, and that's just a blessing as well. So 
let me see what else. I had so many questions, but we, you know, like I said, I just let this energy flow and see what happens. And mm-hmm. I just got real excited about royalties. <laughs> I got real excited about royalties. <laughs> so tell me, hey. from an entrepreneur, <laughs> I got really excited. You don't even know. So as an entrepreneur, as an artist who's entrepreneurial with her craft. Tell us where we can see you. How do you distribute outside of distribution networks? We already know that you um on East Lost High's um, series. You're a part of their soundtrack. Tell me other ways that you monetize your craft. Um, and do you do this full time, should I ask? Um, right now that's like the bulk of what I do. Um, I don't have a plantation job really. <laughs> I do um Go try to it. do a little work from home but you know, it's I I do some uh, work. Sometimes I do workshops. Like a lot of things I've been doing lately is um, library comic cons or anime cons. And you know, they like um, since since the nature of my act does involve uh, some sort of like uh, cosplay references, maybe you know, um, I'll go to the cons and I'll you know appear. I'll sit at the tables. I'll you know, sell the merch, you know, the T-shirts and the uh, posters and the CDs. And, you know, if if people can't, um, they don't have the money to buy a CD, I will give them a digital copy in exchange for an email address. So everybody leaves with music, you know. and um, Everybody leaves with music, yes. mm Mm-hmm. I think it's important because that's what it's really all about, you know, your, your music and getting someone to hear it. And if mm-hmm. it takes, you know, mm-hmm. if that's the way that they can pay, you know, pay it forward is give me their email address and I can put them on my mailing list and then, you know, bring them in and mm-hmm. into, into our, you know, sphere and tell us more, tell them more about Namvita, then, you know, they're good go from there. You know, they stick around right. and listen to the music, you know, but that's, that's what we do. We do, we do a lot of cons. This year was slow, but okay. last year we had a con for every month just about. You know, really? um, yeah, it was great, you know, and they like awesome. to bring us back, you know, uh, mm-hmm. times we sell Tons ourselves as a package. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Times are picking like, up. Times are picking up. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll get better. So question it'll get better. Yes, yeah, it'll get better. Question for you. Where can we see you perform live next? Oh, man. Okay. I when is, when is the next thing I'm doing? I think the next thing I'm doing at this moment, and unless something comes up between now and then, I'm going to be at the Mount Vernon Library Comic Con in Mount Vernon, New York. Um, mm-hmm. It's a it's a it's a second time con. It was really nice. They had it all great last year, and um, I'll be there all day. Um, and I'll be performing sometime during the day. I believe it is on September 10th, something like that. You know, it's it's um it's a really like the smaller times are really friendly. So that's where I'm going to be next. Um, I'll be going to a family festival day just to you know uh, appear and look meowness. <laughs> But uh, as far as performing live, that's the only thing I see myself doing right now. 
okay, well, I may have some things coming up with something. Stay stay in touch. I was calling Jackson. Like, how do? So I'll make sure I have your email. So that's awesome. So before we that close be out, there's two things I love to do. I want you to first tell everybody where to find you again. Would you mind sharing? Okay. Um, your website. At my website. Media. Yes. Uh, Negra, net is my website. Um, Zagatanegra, T-H-A-G-A-T-A-N-E-G-R-R-A. That's the spelling. On Facebook, um, on Instagram, it's the same thing, except there are underscores between Zagata and Negra. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, if you have Spotify, you can follow me there. I'm on Apple Music. You can follow me there. You can find me on Pandora. You know, I'm just about everywhere. The only thing, like I said, is I don't have a Twitter right now. And I'm in a, a fight to get that back, actually. Okay, okay. Good, good. Yeah. And now, I always like, in your own words, tell people, like, leave a word of what I call peace of and poetry. Like, tell, leave a word of inspiration or motivation to the people or share something that you wish someone had told you on your journey to help inspire or assist someone else in their journey right now? I would say to always follow your voice. Um, Don't listen to, like, whatever you're doing. If there's somebody out there that tells you, oh, don't nobody want to hear that, you know, that's whack and corny, don't listen to them. Just do whatever your heart and your spirit tell you to do. You know, if you want to create, oh, let's just say you wanted to make some sort of art that nobody's ever seen before that you believe and they think that the market isn't ready, screw the market. Do what you want to do. Follow your bliss Mm -hmm. and everything else should Mm -hmm. fall into place. That's absolutely wonderful and so true, and I thank you for that. And um, I just want to close out again by saying thank you to our executive producer, Jacqueline Taylor-Adams, who who, I don't even know how she keeps up with everybody, but she (laughs) knows she is the best at connecting us artists um, in the world of hip-hop and spoken word and and just entrepreneurship and entrepreneurship and it's just I'm so grateful for her and I don't even know how long we've been doing this now but we ask that you take a moment to share with your friends you can always listen to episodes on demand at any time and what I like to leave everyone with is this and I hope you gathered this from today's um, episode be prepared so you don't have to get prepared so when the opportunity presents itself, that you too can collect royalties because you are prepared. And all of us, especially artists, it's important that we take time out for ourselves spiritually and emotionally and physically so that we can create. But it's not just about creating the art. It's about knowing what type of, how we want to distribute our voice to the world. So think about those things. Think about if you want to do, um, if you want your music to show up as our guest did tonight in Zagata in, uh, Negra in the soundtrack for um, a, ser- a TV series. Think about is that going to be your target market? Think about do you want to write 
songs or poems or or whatever for play, and you want to market that to um, start with your local artist, start with your local um, playwright. Um, mm-hmm. You know, think about who you want to distribute it to. Okay, and I want you to be true to yourself. And with that, we wish you peace, love, and light, and hope that you create a life of poetry. I'm your host, Sweet Franchine, and on behalf of Jacqueline Taylor-Adams and the Master Griot Radio, we thank you for listening, and we hope that you'll join us again. And thank you again, Queen, for joining us. And have a great and wonderful Thank you for having night. me. Thank you. God bless y'all. Peace and love. Is it time to hit the floor? I think so. They came back to get some more. So we gonna give it to them hard like brick. We gonna feed them till they get so sick. They forgot who they was dealing with. Head to the pillow, knocked out legit. Late to class, still hitting that snooze for that they lose. Weapons juicy, y'all can't hang like we can hang. Y'all don't bang like we can bang. Lost girls doing that bang to bang. Check your may hunt, it ain't no thing. Cause I'm coming for your king. And I'm coming for your queen. And I'm snatching all your things. Regicide blocking all your swings. Bring all your juice to the floor And I hit back with the true hardcore Gonna burn you right to your soul With my case so original Oh, y'all, what the hell are you doing? That's a good way to get your rep straight ruined Ooh, no, that's an attack But you tag me, so I tag you back Climb my moves, but you can't stop me Down my groove, but you're not stop me So you coming from that school of twerk But we coming from where they put in work Still not slow like I can slow Still can't go like we can go You said two steps, got three and four That beats your five, six, seven, eight, though Cause I'm pulling out all stops And I'm holding on my chops And I'm making all the jaws drop Hop a squat while I make this drop Bring all your juice to the core And I hit back with the true hardcore Gonna burn you right to your soul With my case so original <laughs> really? This broad said that she could beat me with a two-step. Let me tell you something. You ain't ready, miss. Why don't you two-step to this? Two-step this, on two-step this. Why don't you two-step to this? Two-step this, on two-step this. Why don't you two-step to this? Two-step this, on two-step this. Why don't you two-step to this? Two-step this, on two-step this. Why don't you two-step to this? Still can't hang like we can hang. Still can't bang like we can bang. Beat you down with that. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.